1: relax and let's get creepy welcome to episode 153 and in this episode we are going to be discussing a, a an interesting <laughs> film it is a 2016 black and white horror film called the eyes of my mother and it, it's definitely some artsy artsy mm-hmm. stuff but that being said I I have to like I think Kristen liked it you guys.
0: I know, for an artsy thing. I loved the black and white. It felt very, like,
1: ambiguous as far as time goes because of the black and white. Mm -hmm. But, like, the character had, like, a TV and, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. And so it was hard to pin the time down exactly. But this film is pretty simple. But at the same time, it is so like mentally complex. Like there's Mm -hmm. so much like when I was watching this, I was like, Oh my fucking God. The whole time.
0: Yeah. Scroll is fucked up,
1: dude. And the things that were being done to her and that she was doing, I was like, Oh my God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So basically this film is about Francisca and she it follows her this i've seen this described as a very dark coming of age story and like yes but <laughs> like darker than you can like really yeah imagine yet like to this point so it does follow her from her childhood all the way through adulthood and many stages of her life like a coming of age film does but like this girl has major trauma
0: Yes, this girl is fucked up, and she needs help. She lives out on... I mean, she's only with her two parents, lives out in the middle of nowhere. We don't see any friends or anything, so she has, like, no connection with the outside world.
1: Right, and they she was never socialized, except for with her parents. Like, so when something tragic happens and alters you forever and you don't have any outlets and especially the parent that is there to help you through it, uh, doesn't <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Oh my God. So they live on a farm, like you were saying, and they raise animals and Francisca's mother is a surgeon and she was an ophthalmologist. So she was an eyeball surgeon in Portugal. And so she has been teaching her young daughter. So when we meet this family, the little girls probably, I don't know, what would you say, like eight or nine?
0: probably about that.
1: Yeah. And so she's been teaching her, like, I don't know if she's been teaching her surgery, but it almost kind of seems like it because then she starts doing some surgical shit later and you're like, you've done this before. Yeah, like she's
0: definitely teaching her human anatomy. You see her with a head of a cow pull an eye out and like show her the parts of it and stuff like that so that she's definitely teaching her some surgical stuff
1: she pulled the lens of the eye out like where we all get cataracts and like rolled it around in her hand and i was like ew (laughs) sticky. and like but i thought it was fascinating one but also when you are i i think it's all fine and great to introduce children to that stuff but i think there needs to be a lot of like Like, if they're a little too interested in ripping open stuff, then, you know.
0: Right. Or maybe, like, if she even had friends to go play with and do other things, it probably wouldn't have ended so badly. But she only has her adult parents, who her father's weird, and her mother is so interested in anatomy and teaching her this stuff when she's real young. It definitely seems to warp her. Yeah.
1: And, like, maybe if her mother... Hadn't we'll get to in like two seconds? Had not died, maybe her mother could have helped her become like be different. And I definitely think that witnessing an act of violence as she does here, like that changes you.
0: Yeah, a terrible, terrible, terrible act. Like, because most of us
1: would put our kids in intensive therapy,
0: right? It's not just you know, her mother dies of cancer or something like that, like that's bad enough but this is way worse.
1: Yes, absolutely. And it's also not like she just is going to school every day and mm-hmm. processing that like with peers and with teachers and that's still not the best way to do things. But at least it's some s- sort of interaction with the outside world and you're not just sitting with that every single day. Mhm. But basically, her mother's talking to her about religion and surgery and like all this stuff, right? So just two things that mix super well when you witness tragedy <laughs> and one day this man named charlie he looks like a door-to-door salesman and he comes up and it's just francisca and her mother home and he's like can i come in and use the restroom when you know she's like we don't want to buy anything and he's like "Well, i'm not selling anything then why the fuck are you here that's the thing like she never asks. like then why are you here
0: yeah and she lets him in the house to use the re- no You're out on a farm in the middle of nowhere. I don't give a shit. Pee behind that tree. No, you're not coming in my house.
1: Right. If you got to poop, go to town. Like, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I do. Like, I know that it's hard. Like, for me, if I was like, home, let's just put this in modern times. Like, if I'm home alone, it's really hard for me to say Like, I would. I don't. But like, you know, I understand how it's hard to say no when you're like a people pleaser that like has trouble coping with like confrontation and stuff. But like, you have a child. Mm hmm you have a child
0: and you're a woman alone out in the middle of fucking nowhere no absolutely right. not or at least grab a fucking knife like i'm sorry if someone's offended then don't ask me to use the fucking bathroom but i'm gonna protect myself while you're fucking here because you're a man who is bigger than me no
1: and this dude looks crazy also
0: that you look insane you're not coming in my house with my daughter
1: And he is, like, walking to the restroom and, like, asking her questions. Like, is your – should we expect be expecting your husband? Like, she mentions outside, like, oh, he'll be home soon. And, like, at first, you don't know as the viewer, does she actually have a husband? Is she just saying that to, like, make him think another person's coming? Or – like, does she actually have a husband? Like, cause that's smart. Cause that's shit I would do. Like, if I was home alone and I didn't live with anybody, I would tell somebody that I fucking did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Even if they didn't believe me, just to plant a seed, you know?
0: Right. Even if he's just like the handyman who comes over occasionally, be like, okay, you're gonna be my husband. So.
1: Exactly. Like somebody you trust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. He comes in and is like, oh, this is a beautiful house. Have you lived here long? And she's like, the bathroom's on the right. And then keeps saying, like, the bathroom's on the right. And he doesn't care. He's, like, not listening to her. And he's like, show me where it is. And then it's just getting fucking. And he gets this weird-ass smile on his face. And you're like, this is going south quickly. Mm -hmm. He is not there to use your bathroom. And, like, she had a, a, a little bit of an opportunity to take like to run Mm -hmm. now that being said he whips around he tells Francesca to sit to the side and he pulls a gun on them so probably wouldn't have gotten very far but if your bells and whistles and alarms in your head are screaming at you like they were for her you can tell Mm -hmm. I don't know what you would do but like something i don't don't know it makes it harder when there's a kid because you know like Mm -hmm. you can't just like cut and run on your own you have to take your kid with you but like i don't know her bells and whistles and alarms were going off bells and whistles her alarm bells were going off before Mm -hmm. he even entered her home
0: which is why this is ridiculous that he even got to enter her home
1: Yeah, I mean, probably was another time like with men and women and, you know, and she was but like, that's why like, it's so sad, but he draws a gun and takes Francisca's mother into the bathroom. You don't see what's happening. So when the father comes home, you hear something. And at first I thought like trigger warning. Yeah. At first I thought he was raping her.
0: And right. that he was
1: going to walk in and think that his wife was cheating on him or something. And it was going to kind of go that route. But actually, no, it did not. He was bludgeoning her in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. black and white, but you can tell it's.
0: Oh, yeah. And the little girl is even sitting there when he goes, where's your mother? And she goes, I couldn't leave her. And it's like, how long had she been sitting there listening to this?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean he he would he was making like long, long work of this. Like he mm-hmm. was soaking this up. The husband actually knocks Charlie, who is the killer, out and chains him up in the barn. I can't now, believe he didn't
0: kill him. Where are the co- why not just call the cops? I wouldn't, see that like I'd kill him. Like, but
1: I'd be doesn't. fine with
0: that. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised he doesn't kill him because even if The cops get called. You can be like, I'm sorry. He was fucking killing my wife. I lost it and killed him. And my daughter was right there.
1: I think that you would get away with a self-defense on that one. Because if you walked in and he was bludgeoning your wife and he had a gun and you struck and killed him, I'm pretty sure you'd fucking win your case.
0: Correct. Which is why I'd fucking kill him. And I'm surprised the anger on this guy that he doesn't. But he goes farther than that. He's crazy.
1: So he chained Charlie gets chained up in the basement and he uh, and what's so fucked up about this is this guy is obviously like not meant to be a father. Yeah. Like has no regard for his daughter at all when it comes to like her emotional well-being because he makes her help bury his her mother one. Mm hmm. Two, you see her scrubbing up her mother's blood Mm -hmm. and then stop scrubbing the blood and ask her dad if he wants something to eat.
0: Mm -hmm. And they even, I understand that it's a small farmhouse and it's a different time, but after her mother dies, they're even sleeping in the same bed for years. Yeah. So it's like, like, how much of an adult is she to him?
1: Right. And it's like, you don't know if it was like that Mm -hmm. or if it was like just major, major codependency Mm because they both lost someone and they both couldn't be lonely. But you just don't know, you know, know, and and that's not that's not something that they answer. And that's okay. Like, I don't know if I want to know.
0: Exactly. But there is a point. I mean, he is an older guy, even when she's younger when she's like eight you can tell he's in his 60s so he definitely had her when he was older so i know i'm jumping ahead but he does end up dying and she ends up putting him in the bathtub to like clean him off and bathe him and you can tell it's not the first time she ever did that so it's like yeah was she bathing him too
1: yeah and was it like pre when he got too old and sick to do it <laughs> right because exactly. she actually gets in with him too yeah and like holds his body which like grief makes you do a lot of weird shit i'm not saying it doesn't but like lay in bed and like holding his corpse and crying is one thing uh-huh. or like on the couch and then like she because she preserves his body and just moves it around the house with her after he dies
0: yeah but like getting in the bathtub with him that's just like another step
1: Co- yes Mm-hmm. Correct. Exactly. The
0: relationship is real fucked up. And
1: like it's it's just like you don't and you don't know what's like what I like about this movie is just how ambiguous it is on like all fronts (laughs) because you don't know the nature of their relationship or if they like like I said earlier if they were just like incredibly codependent and couldn't do anything without each other but it's still very toxic and um, inappropriate either way.
0: Yes, absolutely. I mean there's even... So the father talks, you can hear the man that he bludgeoned is now waking up in the barn and he's chained and he's screaming and the father just says something needs is going to need to be done about that. And he goes out there and he hits him again and he quiets up. And then the little girl goes out there and does fucking surgery on him. She takes out his fucking voice box and then puts it in the fridge. Like this is just tomorrow night's dinner. Fucking weird. Takes his eyes and his vocal cords, bro. Yeah. And then just puts them in the fridge. And washes up and then goes and sits and watches TV with her dad. But before she even does that, she asks, like, why us? Yes. She's not angry. He's like, You're you're gonna torture and kill me. And she's like, Why would I kill you? You're my only friend. And you're like, Whoo, this girl is fucked up.
1: She's basically keeping a pet now that mm-hmm. killed her mother, to like, bludgeoned her mother.
0: Right. She feeds him and everything. It's very... For about a decade, she does this.
1: And it gets weirder later, too. Uh-huh. Like, when she loses her dad. And this is another thing that makes me think that, like, the relationship with her dad may have turned to a spousal relationship at some point. Because mm-hmm. when she loses him, she goes out to look for sexual partners. Yes. So. And maybe she is doing that because she couldn't ha- brought, bring homosexual partners. Right. She lived with her dad, or maybe it's not. Like you know what right. I mean. It's it's all up to speculation. You don't know because she's so strange and awkward and traumatized that you literally don't know what motivates her mm-hmm. ever or the rhyme or reason other exactly. than loneliness
0: like you don't know how far she'll go but at the same time you know it's gonna be far
1: oh yeah uh, the only thing she ever really communicates is how lonely she is yes so she she's out there with charlie the killer and is like why did you do this to us why us and he said because you let me in and it's like oh okay and set, she's like, have you done this before? And says, yes. And, you know, why do you do it? And he just says, because it feels amazing. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's a straight up serial killer that mm-hmm. landed at their house. And then that's when she does the surgery and then just keeps him as a pet. Like you said, like comes in. She even gives him like at some point like things Mm -hmm. like he had a teddy bear next to him at one point Mm -hmm. it's like she really is keeping him as like a pet or like a friend but like he again he's chained up in her basement pretty much naked i think he has like underwear on and he lays in her lap to eat you see like 10 years later
0: yeah and these chains are real tight like he can't even stand up to walk around so i can't even imagine like you can see him over the decade like he's definitely getting grosser like he probably has sores and stuff like that gross
1: oh yeah he's deteriorating
0: poor guy but also fucking terrible serial killer so you know
1: yeah i was about to say like he deserves it but later Mm -hmm. on she does this again and that woman does not yeah so like fuck the serial killer like i would honestly if i walked in on someone bludgeoning my family i would do shit like this to them not to keep them as a pet but be like how you doing, motherfucker? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I you're going to fucking torture the rest of your, I'm going to keep you alive the rest of your fucking life. So you have to look at me every, now she took his eyes out. But I'm just saying like for me personally, so you have to look at me every goddamn day.
0: Yes yeah, And regret it every second. Screw lethal injection, let, lethal injection. Let's do this to serial killers. Like I'm down. Give them to the
1: families.
0: Pedophiles. I'm there.
1: Let them deal with it because I guarantee you I would be much more creative than the state would let me, do. like, allow. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, fuck that. But anyways, she's not keeping him for that, though. She's keeping him as a pet and because she, like, has this attachment to him. So, yeah. So, she goes, like, her father dies and we talked about that and she preserved the body so one night she goes to a bar and she meets this young woman and then you're like okay so maybe she wasn't sleeping with the dad because she's a lesbian but no Mm -hmm. she i think she doesn't care i think she's a very fluid character because Mm -hmm. she never developed properly Mm -hmm. and she's very like like the psychopathy or the sociopathy is very like she just doesn't know how to like you can she tried to make a joke And this girl, we'll get there in a minute, was like, what the fuck? And she was like, oh, that wasn't very funny, was it? So she doesn't know how to communicate with people.
0: Yeah. And she's just, I think she's just so lonely that it really doesn't matter what sex you are. Just please be with her.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And that's the only emotion that she really emulates the entire time is how lonely she is and that she verbalizes the entire Mm -hmm. time. And she talks to her mother through basically prayer, talking about how lonely she is. And so she goes to meet this woman and this woman is like, keeps asking her about like your mother and what happened to your mother. And you know, she t- tells her that she was a surgeon and that she was killed. And then she jokes that she killed her father. But, like, did she kill her father? I don't I didn't think she did.
0: Yeah, it looked like he was just like heart attack, in his sleep type stuff. I think crazy. she was
1: truly trying to make a joke. Mm-hmm. And she just doesn't know how. Yeah. But she thinks that's what people need. And then after that joke, the girl rightfully got really freaked out and was like, I want to go home. I want to go home. Now that she did try to reel it in a little bit because you could tell she was trying not to freak out too much to trigger the killer. Yeah. But also when you think you're going to be murdered, like, yeah, you're just going to freak out, you
0: know? (laughs) So
1: this poor woman, like they even kiss and everything. And but like... She pulls away because she's like freaked out and she tries to leave and she's like, please don't leave. Please don't leave. At least let me drive you home. And the girl's like, no, no, like I'll just call my mom or someone. And then it kind of cuts and you just see her cleaning blood up off the floor and putting organs in the fridge.
0: Yeah. That are wrapped and ready for meals.
1: Yep. So, you know,
0: yeah. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) She's just
1: killing people now. If she didn't kill her dad, now she's on to killing people.
0: Right. Like now it is official. She is a murderer.
1: Right. But now we don't have, we're not going to go out and get anybody again because that didn't go very well. We don't have our dad anymore. So who do we have? We have Charlie. Right. So Charlie is still chained up in the barn. And so she brings him inside. Again, he has no vocal cords and no eyes still chained up in the barn brings him inside. So what she does is she bathes him and gets him all clean and then puts him on the bed at the edge of the bed. And he sits there and she completely undresses in front of him, like standing in front of him now. And this is a very sexual in nature scene. Like, She wants to be seen by the, obviously he doesn't have eyes, but she's undressing in front of him for a reason, Mm -hmm. but you don't see anything. Like you can assume that she probably raped him.
0: Right. I mean, she does walk towards him and like, she's going to crawl up on him.
1: Right. And then it cuts to her waking up and Charlie is not next to her and you see Charlie like wandering across the street trying to go into the woods but again he hasn't walked in like 10 years he can't see he can't vocalize and so she grabs a knife and she goes out to him and hugs him and then just starts stabbing him over and over And when I tell you this was the longest most audible stabbing scene Mm -hmm. because everything is quiet but you just hear Mm -hmm. the stabbing over and over and over and then she says, you're right. It feels amazing. Then you're like, oh, mm-hmm. hey. Do you not remember what that did to you? <laughs> right. But she doesn't give a fuck. But now she is completely alone. She lost her pet. Her parents are dead. And she has no idea what to do. So now she's basically, she prays to her mother, or like pleads with her mother, like, What should she do? What's the next step? And she's so lonely. Won't her mother send her a sign or something like that? So she's wandering through the woods until she goes to a highway. And this truck picks her up. And this truck, there's a woman named Lucy. And Lucy has a baby named Antonio. And you just know this is not going to end well.
0: Mm -hmm. You
1: don't know what's going to happen here. But basically you do know the movie is split into like three different plot like they they literally name act one two and three it's like mother father family
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and so when it hits three family and you see her with a baby and this mom first of all i thought maybe she was just going to like keep the like make a couple out of them like force her to be like her significant other Mm -hmm. and steal no now what happened so she pulls up she's like can i please hold your baby and these poor women feel so- now granted she was with another woman and so i wouldn't feel as threatened but mm, she even yeah, was but, like no like yeah
0: she's feeling it she's feeling the no then go with the no don't feel pressured just because you're a woman and another woman's asking to hold your baby or touch your stomach no
1: she lets her hold antonio and she fucking runs Francisca steals the baby and runs inside the house. Now, uh, obviously she runs in after them because she doesn't know what she's going to do to her baby. I think that I, it's hard because it's like, do you run after your baby or do you just run straight to the cops? Like, because if you wait too long, what if she was going to try to kill your baby? She wasn't because she just wanted a baby. To not be lonely. But if you go to the cops, then you're going to be too late. But in this case, if she had gone to the cops, she might have been better off. Because Francisca stabs her when she comes inside. And then chains her up in the basement. Or excuse me, in the barn. Surgically removes her eyeballs and vocal cords. And now she's the new Charlie.
0: Yeah. And then we have another decade of this woman who is tied up and we see a boy in the house now about 10 years old. So she's just been doing this for 20 years now.
1: Yeah. Like she's been parenting a child. Uh Uh-huh. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And she keeps his name. His name's Antonio. And he's always told her, told Antonio, sorry, told him not to go into the barn. Well, A- Antonio's at the age now where he's going to go into the fucking barn.
0: Mm hmm. Especially because she goes out there every single day to bring stuff and then tells him not to go. Of course, he's going to be curious.
1: Right. And so he does go and he goes one night and there's, it was horrifying. It actually was a scary scene, even though Mm -hmm. like you as the viewer know, it's just his actual biological mother chained up with her eyes removed.
0: But he doesn't know that. Yeah. And and they
1: make it look so scary. You're even you, you're like, Oh God, Mm -hmm. like Jesus. So they are setting this up to... Get her finally, you know, like wrap this, her story up. And you don't, you're like, how is this going to end? Is she going to fucking kill the kid? Like Mm -hmm. what the fuck? And so the kid actually like one night while his mom is asleep, like obviously is shocked because this person is groaning. And then later, I don't know if he let her out or what. Like if the kid let Lucy out. Yeah, I'm like, pretty
0: sure he did.
1: I think I think he did too. Because I think you see him running away from the barn and then mm-hmm. she is able to get out. And so one night, the fucking kid lets Lucy out and she goes to a road. And at the beginning, you kind of saw this woman fall onto the road and be found by a trucker and then it cut away. We're back here now. And a trucker finds her. But then Francisca discovers that her little captive has escaped and is freaking out, obviously. Mm-hmm. She digs up her mother's body.
0: And holds It's
1: like, I miss you so much. What do I do? I thought she was digging a grave for her son at mm-hmm. first. I thought she was like, oh, okay, we're going to kill the kid. That's where, I, that's where I thought we were going. It's mm-hmm. like anybody that fucks with her or crosses her dies period but li- like she goes inside and she sees cops coming up to her house and she knows like this is it so she wakes up Antonio goes into the bathroom while holding a knife she screams that the police will never take her baby you hear a gunshot and the film ends and so it's like oh my god but like did she kill Antonio or did Mm -hmm. they shoot her before she was able to kill Antonio? Because she was like really close to Antonio. So like it would be really hard to shoot her without like hurting him too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it, this whole movie was like so captivating and awkward and uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. but like, so I was so like enthralled with this character and her life and her motives And I thoroughly enjoyed this movie.
0: Yeah, I liked, I mean, I can't even say anything about the ending because I don't know what I would do differently. But I wish, like, I wanted to know. I wanted to know. Did he survive? Did he get back to his mother? Like, I want to know those things.
1: Oh, see, as a filmmaker, though, that's the kind of shit where you're like, I'm not going to tell you. I know, I
0: know, which is why I'm saying that I don't think you should have necessarily done a different ending, but at the same time, I wanted a different ending.
1: Yeah, I totally understand. Like, I I wish I had, like, you, because you want to see, like, obviously, Lucy, his biological mother, got to the cops. Right. Like, because that's how they made it there. But she has no eyes, and now she has no vocal cords, and that's so sad, obviously, because like her life from here on out you know but i hope you can kind of hope that her and antonio like reconnected but like how sad for antonio because now he's got to
0: oh my uh, god just all this stuff like he's gonna be in therapy forever
1: well like the person he thought was his mother stole him as a baby tortured people murdered people
0: Yeah. And that night alone, like him laying in bed, he gets pulled out of it. There's cops coming in, just all that hecticness with someone you think is your mother. And then you find out later she fucking kidnapped you as a baby. Like that is so much stuff to unpack and deal with.
1: And then tortured your real mother. Yes. Like instead of just like I thought I would just want like just kill me, you know. Mm, Right. Why are you keep you have a kid now. Why are you keeping me in a barn? Mm -hmm. Like just fucking kill me. But, you know, crazy. (laughs) But, and and then also you have to remember that, like, while she's the antagonist here, she's also a victim. Yeah. Which, like, because you kind of start feeling bad for the serial killer at a certain point, but then you're like, oh, fuck you. You, 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 like, Mm -hmm. did all this shit. You've Like, you needed to be taken out in some awful way, and she succeeded in that. But then she saw something that literally probably she already had like a weird development, but then mm-hmm. literally seeing that just kind of like something snapped.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: And nobody did anything for her. No. And then, so all of these, per- it's like a perfect storm just created this like very soft, like dainty monster, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, she didn't seem like she was going to hurt him at all she just wanted to be a mom she just wanted somebody with her so but at the same time she would hurt anybody else it's very creepy yeah it's like he's
1: never gonna have like a significant she's never gonna have a significant other because that significant other crosses her gone
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know or disagrees with her parenting or disciplines her son or pick one and she really likes killing so she's (laughs) gonna find any excuse to do it but then also, she just wants to protect this child, but she stole the kid and tortured its mom. So, like, fuck <sighs> off, you know?
0: Right, exactly.
1: Like, the whole time you're rooting for her to be caught, but then you also, like, feel this, like, sympathy for her. She's an incredibly complex character that they wrote mm-hmm. really well. Agreed. But this is was, like, super polarizing to audiences. Like, 57% audience score, 78% critic consensus. Damn. Like, People did not know how they felt about this. <laughs> and I could see that like this movie is definitely not for everyone. Like, yes, it's artsy, but even beyond that, I think that it was like, it, it just, you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's one of those, not really a borderline type of films. And, it, but it definitely captures like that, like her, her loneliness was so loud.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And it does have some like slashery qualities to it.
0: Yeah, I think that's like for me personally, five out of five. I thought this one was great. I loved it rode that line really well for me of artsy and disturbing.
1: I agree. I would also give it a five. I really liked it. It's a slow burn, but it's only like an hour and 19 minutes. So not really, but it feels like that, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think, like, it may not have super great rewatchability, but I think that it doesn't need to. It's definitely one of those films where you, like, watch it once. But if somebody was like, I want to watch, like, an artsy movie, but, like, I didn't want to, like, really go down a rabbit hole of, like, The Lighthouse, I would do this one.
0: Yeah, definitely. And we watched this the same week we did. We watched Human Centipede and talked about that. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I watched this first. And I was like, I was not expecting that. Like, this was more disturbing to me than Human Centipede.
1: Yeah. And well, this can all be like, yeah, Human Centipede is definitely like out there extra. Like, could something like that happen because people are sick and twisted like maybe but like this kind of stuff like people really do like we see serial killers and people being kept in horrible conditions and chained up in basements i know they were in the barn but like we've seen people kids kidnapped and kept in houses for years before they've been able to escape like this kind of stuff isn't that far fetched
0: mhm absolutely
1: so it makes it even that much scarier you know
0: exactly that we've almost heard stories very similar to this
1: Exactly. I mean, it had to come from somewhere. Yeah. Like even if it's a completely original story, I'm just saying like we take inspiration from the things around us in the world. So, you know. Yeah. So again, thank you for listening to our review of the eyes of my mother. This one is also free on Tubi. We've had a lot of those recently. Like I'd be like free on Tubi, free on Tubi. (laughs) This is another one. So like good on them. But they do rotate a lot, so catch it now versus later. But you can also find us on all of our socials. Everything is The Extra Sisters podcast, except for Twitter, which is at The Extra Sisters. And if you want to join our little Patreon family, you can request movies, get special things from us in the mail, all that kind of fun stuff. There are two tiers,
0: $1 a month and $5 a month. It is patreon.com slash The Extra Sisters podcast. And next time, find the clues or die. Till then, stay creepy.